Hallelujah. Okay, turn your Bibles with me. It's uh, Hebrews chapter 6. Nasa second month na po tayo ng taon ng 2022. At ito po yung unang Sunday. Dapat baguhin ko na ang subject natin with regards to intensifying basic. But we're not done yet and I feel led to continue. We're still talking about continuing, I mean, intensifying the basic. So, verse 1 says, Hebrews chapter 6, Therefore, leaving the discussion of the elementary principles of Christ, leaving the discussion, iwanan na natin ang ating pagdiskusyon or, I mean, pinag-usapan natin ang elementary principles. But here's the problem. How can you leave your foundational doctrine, how can you leave the elementary principles, how can you leave the basic if you have not even known them yet? Paano mo iwanan? sabi dito, iwanan na natin ito. Bakit pa natin ito pinag-uusapan? Well, because many of us does not even know that these principles exist. And if you know, at kung alam mo ang mga prinsipyong ito, don't tell me that you already know it if you, not, if you have not even imparted your knowledge with somebody else. Kasi anumang kaalaman mayroon tayo, lalong-lalo na sa Panginoon, anumang kaalaman mayroon tayo sa Biblia, anumang kaalaman, it's not something that you, you just have to keep it to yourself. Nakilala mo ang Panginoon, huwag mong itago ang pagkakakilala mo na yan sa Panginoon. Ipamahagi mo parang iba'y makakilala din sa Panginoon. And you know what? I believe we all, tayong lahat, should actively do that. Oh, but Pastor Tom, I'm busy. I'm Pastor, Pastor Tom, I'm not really so much on, I mean, talking with people. I mean, it may not be outside. It might be somebody else sa loob ng bahay mo. And of course, if you do it inside your house, magugulat ako if you won't do it outside. Because ang pamamahay mo could be your trading, I mean, training ground. I mean, ano mong ginagawa natin? The problem is, magaling tayo sa labas, pero pagdating sa loob. I mean, sobra tayong nagmamahal sa ating kapwa, pero ang mga kasamahan natin sa bahay, they feel like they are neglected, they feel like they are abandoned, they feel like nobody cares about them. So, I mean, I believe if you can do that in your home, it is a training ground, and so it could go beyond. It should not stop with you, it should go, dapat it, it go beyond the four corners of your house. So I don't believe now at this moment in time, we just have to leave the discussion about these elementary principles when many of us does not even know. So let us know this first before we leave this. Pag-aralan muna natin, alamin muna natin. And what would be the proof that we know all this? Well, ito'y ating in-embrace and kinukumbinsin natin ng iba na mag-embrace din of the same. And by embracing this, I know, walang mawawala sa'yo bagkos mayroong madadagdag sa'yo. So if you think that something was added into your life, then share it with somebody else because the addition that God has brought into your life, he, he just don't want addition. God is not just a God of addition. God is a God of multiplication. But how do you multiply what God had added to you? Well, you don't multiply it. God multiply it. But God will not multiply anything with nothing. 1,000 times zero will still be equals zero. One million times zero will still be zero. So the problem is not with, with God. The problem is with us. Because God, He has many millions, He has many thousands, He has many trillions. It is us. We're expecting to multiply, but we always give God zero. And there is nothing that God can work with. There is nothing that God can multiply. Oh, but Pastor Tom, I only have too little. It does not matter because the multiplication is not depending on 
kung gaano kaliit o gaano kalaki ang iyong inilalagay sa kamay ng Panginoon. Ang multiplication has something to do with the ability of God, ang kakayanan ng Panginoon. And we all know that God is able, He's more than able to multiply. So when God has added to you a knowledge, you know how, how that knowledge will multiply? It multiplies by you imparting that knowledge with others. I mean, it is true. I mean, you, you don't have to look at Proverbs today. Proverbs 11, 24 and 25, it tells, I mean, it's, it is true. That when you share, when, when you water others, you will see. Listen to this. I've never imagined in my life. I was not born a talker. I wasn't born a communicator. I wasn't born a preacher and there was none in my family, in my clan, was born a preacher. So, I'm not a talker. I don't like to communicate. I wasn't born that way. I don't like to talk. I don't like to preach. I don't like to teach. I don't like to do anything in as far as my vocal cord is concerned. But look at this. We've been doing Holy Ghost Blast for more than 200, how many, how many days already? 227. The past two years, itong nakalipas na dalawang taon, we've been doing Holy Ghost Blast 227 days already. And you could think Pastor Tom would run out of message to preach. Mauubusan. I mean, he will be so drained. But listen to me. Of course, for those of you that comes para mag-attend, I mean, you would, you, would, you would think that there's always something fresh that is coming from God. How can I contain, I mean, kung pagsasama-samahin mo yung mga prenipritch ko from day one of the Holy Ghost Blast, that is excluding Sundays and Wednesdays. I mean, kung pagsasama-samahin, hindi mo pwedeng mailagay yun sa utak ko. I mean, walang enough na space ang utak ko. Hindi po ako mahilig magsaulo. Hindi po, hindi po ako wide reader. Hindi po ako mahilig magmemorize. So, if I'm going to put everything that I have preached since day one of the Holy Ghost Blast and put it in my, in my head, masisiraan ako ng bait. I won't be able to contain them. But you see, every time I impart, every time I share, every time I preach, every time I teach, you know what's happening? God is multiplying everything that I'm sharing. And so when I'm done talking, when I'm done preaching, I have something new naman. I mean, God would deposit something new in my spirit. And so really, when the writer of the book of Hebrews tells us to leave the discussion, he's not telling us, forget all about it. He's not telling us, come on, there's more important thing to do. Leave it behind, forget it, neglect it. No. I believe the writer of the book of Hebrews was telling us, you know, keep intensifying it. Because along the way, as you increase, as you grow, many more doors will be open for you to be able to minister not just to the people that you know, even to strangers and people, even to foreigners. You'll be able to share with them. And as you become an open vessel where God flows, the more that God will fill, will pour into your life. And so, I mean, looking at what had happened in the past, I mean, in the past two years, I am even amazed myself of how the Lord has been able to impart, to share the things. I mean, sometimes, of course, I would pray. And as a matter of fact, I would spend more time praying than, than just reading. And even if I don't have a notes, I mean, I would stand up with nothing before I go up. The Lord will drop a word. Like, for example, the other, the other day, I mean, God gave me the word, Drifting. Drift. I mean, and he was talking about many people are drifting away. 
They're drifting away from God. They're drifting away from the faith. Now, of course, the Lord doesn't even need to tell me that because the, the Bible is very clear about what's going to happen in the last days. Even the elect will be deceived. Even the elect. Even those who claim to be saved. Even those who claim to be born again. Even those who claim to be sons and daughters of God will be deceived. That means when you are deceived, you begin to drift away. But it doesn't have to be you. You know why it doesn't have to be you? Because you have not neglected the elementary principles. That is where you are standing on. Doon ka nakatayo. You see, it's not just because somebody came to you with a fresh and new revelation. Listen to me. Pag mayroong lumapit sa iyo na tao, di kaya mayroong kang marinig, magmula sa YouTube, Facebook Live, Rumble, Gitter, Telegram, or whatever, social media. And if they tell you they are bringing you a fresh and new revelation, listen to me, if it's not even connected to the, to the elementary principle, forget it. Because the Lord will never give us anything contrary to His Word. The Lord will not reveal to us anything, no matter how great that revelation is, if it's not connected with the elementary principles. I mean, I know lots of people today, they want, they want fresh, they want new revelation. But they do nothing with the old. They do nothing with the elementary principles. So I believe the writer of the book of Hebrews is not telling us to totally forget it and neglect it. Or he's not telling us, come on, umusag ka na. Mag-grade to ka na. Kalimutan mo na yung grade 1. I mean, listen to me. Even if you go to grade 1, even if you go to grade 6, I mean, you'll still remember what you have learned from grade 1. Hello? Because ang 1 plus 1 sa grade 1 is not 1 plus 1 equals, I mean, 1 plus 1 sa grade 1 equals 2, hindi po 1 plus 1 equals 3 sa grade 6. Come on. Sabi pa nga ni J.C. Duplantes, don't shut me down when I'm preaching good. At sabi ni Leroy Thompson, I mean, I forget, nakalimutan ko yung sinabi ni Leroy Thompson. I mean, this is something that we need to hold on to. When you're going through some tough times, I can guarantee you, these principles will help you. Therefore, leaving the discussion of the elementary principles of Christ, let us go on to perfection. Yes, we want to be perfect. Yes, we want to mature. Nice natin lumago. Sa ating pagkakakilala sa Panginoon, nice natin lumago. Nice natin lumago sa kaalaman, sa salita ng Panginoon. Nais natin lumago sa kung ano ang kalooban ng Panginoon sa ating buhay. We want to grow. But even if you already have grown, you still have to go back to the basic. Hindi ka, man, hindi ka naman pwede magtayo ng foundation dito pagkatapos yung, yung bahay na naisip na nasa blueprint ay doon ipapatong sa kung saan-saan. I mean, it will still be connected and attached to the to the foundation that you have built. Let us go on to perfection, not laying again the foundation of repentance from dead works. That's the first elementary principle we'll talk about, repentance from dead works. Number two, faith toward God. Number three, the doctrine of baptisms. Number four, laying on of, laying on of hands. Number five, resurrection of the dead. Number six, the eternal judgment. Now, we already have done we're finished with the first four, so we'll go to number five. We'll talk about number five, laying on of hands. Now, I don't know about you. I actually thought about this. When they started telling us to not shake hands with somebody else, it was not just, I mean, they were not just attacking our beings, a social being. I believe they were trying to attack the church from stopping, from actually laying their hands on somebody else because the devil knows that in laying on of hands, something happens. Have you seen anybody got infected with the virus just because they shake hands with somebody else?
If there is, they probably don't know that. They, they don't understand the elementary principle. I've never heard. I mean, I'm watching the news. And they would never say, I've never heard somebody said, Kaya nahawa yun sa virus because nakipagkamay. I mean, like yung sinabi ko, we have, we have sat down with other people, I mean, having a meal together and conversation, I mean, I mean face to face. And they, we, later on, we found out they were positive. I mean, the day after that, they were positive. I mean, harap harapan, but we never got infected. But Pastor Tom, ikaw kasi ganun ang protection ng Panginoon sa akin. Listen to me, I don't think that God protects me more than anybody else. Now, if you tell me that ganun kasi mag-protect si Lord sa'yo, sa amin, hindi masyado, listen to me. What, what are you trying to say? Are you trying to say that I am more special to God than you? Where did you get it? Saan mo nakuha ang ganung klaseng kaisipan? I mean, I've always said this and I will continue to say this. I will never get tired saying this. God loves me the same way He loves you. I am no, I am no, I am no more special than anybody else. So don't tell me that God so protect me that way because I'm more special than anybody else. I mean, the blood that washes me clean is the same blood that had washed you clean. The blood that had purified me is the same blood that had purified you. The blood that has sanctified me is the same blood that has sanctified you. So don't tell me that God is a different kind of protecting you. He don't protect others more than the way He protects others. Oh, Pastor Tom, that means we can now shake our hands. What I'm trying to tell you is wash your hands. You go ahead, wash your hands. You go ahead, clean your hands. Because even in the laying on of hands, there was a warning that the Apostle Paul gave to Timothy. He said, do not lay your hands on anybody immediately. That's what he's saying. I mean, you may, you may be wondering where is that, but let's look at it. Here's what the Apostle Paul says. 1 Timothy chapter 5, verse 22. Do not lay hands on anyone hastily. Wag magmadalik. So, ibig sabihin, it could be, don't just shake with anybody else's hand. Don't just put your hands on somebody else's body. But if you know that it is through somebody else's hand that you have received power, because, I mean, I have personal experience. Where I don't have anybody else. Pero hindi ko po pwedeng maliitin yung mga panahon na mga tao mismo ay idiniin, inilapat nila ang kanilang kamay sa aking katawan. Hindi ko pwedeng baliwalay. I mean, thank God for my personal experience without anybody else laying hands on me. With my personal encounter. But, hindi ko pwedeng baliwalayin the days, the times, where Pastor Ray would lay his hands on me, where Rodney Howard Brown lay his hands on me, where Pastor Paul Chase would lay his hands on me. I mean, these three particular people. I mean, if I had the opportunity to get to see Kenneth Hagen, I could have been laid hands by the man. I mean, I'm still praying and believing God that he would... I mean, before Kenneth Copeland will disappear, because he's already 85, I would meet him and would ask him to lay his hands on me. And other people, hindi ko pwedeng baliwalain. I mean, my life was drastically impacted by these people I have mentioned. They took the time to lay their hands 
At hindi ko pwedeng sabihin, well, seremonyas lang yon, Or, one-time experience lang. Yes, it might have been a one-time experience, but really, I mean, it was not a one-time experience because how many times Pastor Ray had laid his hands on me? I, I mean, I, I could not remember how many times Pastor Rodney had laid his hands on me. I could not remember how many times Pastor Paul had laid his hands on me. It's not just a one-time experience. And probably many of you would, would still be able, would also be able to think of the times where the Lord will lead us to lay our hands on you. It's not just the word that you hear us speak. I would listen to Pastor Ray. I would listen to Pastor Rodney. I would listen to Pastor Paul. But it's not just listening to what they have to say. It is when... Kasi... I mean, I believe that some things are taught. But some things are caught. Mayroong mga bagay na dapat natin, dapat tayo ay turuan. Para, para tayo makaangkin. Pero mayroong mga bagay na kailangan natin, I mean, ang Tagalog ng kot, huliin or angkinin. You see, and the good thing about us and the good thing about this church is we believe in both. We believe in teaching and we believe in impartation. And as a matter of fact, I believe that's one of the main things that makes a difference in our life. Because we believe. And the reason why we believe, because it's a, it's a basic, elementary, foundational principles. The Bible tells us to lay hands. And in this particular verse, it actually does not tell us, lay your hands on who? Lay your hands on what? Because all throughout the Bible, we'll find that people were laying hands on different things and laying hands on different people. So, ibig sabihin, you can lay hands on things. Like for example, in the Old Testament, they would lay their hands on their offering. Like for example, ang kalang offering ay kambing, or ang kalang offering ay baka, or bull. I mean, the one who's offering that, they, they would lay their hands on the bull, or the goat, or the lamb, or whatever. They'd do it. And later on, we'll find out what is the significance. Well, it is symbolic that we don't have to do it now. Hindi na natin kailangan because we don't have animals, we don't have bulls. But you can actually do it while you are preparing your offering. So the laying on hands of other things are symbolic to what we're doing now. But the laying, on of, the laying of your hands on somebody else is still significant today. So, I want to share with you four things that signifies the laying on of hands that still can be applied today. Pwede pa rin may aplika sa ngayon. At hindi na. At wala tayong pakailam kung nasaan tayong panahon, anong oras, anong mga nangyayari sa mundo. I believe, kung ikaw man din ay tatanungin ko, you probably would say, I want this four. Just wait, don't get too excited. Isa-isahin namin. Number one, the laying on of hands is used to release a blessing. How many of you want to be blessed? Oh, please, Pastor Tom, don't, don't, don't touch me. Don't touch me. Do you want the blessing? So why would, why would you not want me to lay hands? Why would you not want me to, to touch you? Because I understand, Pastor Tom, you're, you're, you're carrying a virus. Listen to me, I already have touched many other people. They have not been infected by the virus. And now you're saying you want the blessing, but you don't want to be laid hands on. But Pastor Tom, do it in some other way. Diba? Meron namang ibang paraan, Pastor Tom, so you could, you could release the blessing over my life. Yes, I know. But if the Bible tells me to lay hands, and I could sense the Spirit of God leading me to do it, I will not do any other way. I'm not ready to disobey God. Because the Bible says obedience is better than sacrifice. 
If that is how the Lord is leading me, then I will have to do it. I will have to follow. Just because they tell me, do not shake your hands, do not go near somebody else, that doesn't mean I have to follow them. When the Spirit of God is leading me, go ahead, put your hands on somebody's shoulder, put your hands on somebody's head, put your hands, I mean, shake somebody else's hand. Now, of course, yung nabanggit ko na kanina na mayroong warning sa Apostle Pablo, you, you just don't lay your hands on anybody else. Don't be quick. Wag magmadali. Well, hindi lang po ito tumutukoy sa nagpapatong ng kamay, pero kung ikaw din, you, you should not, you should not, you're not supposed to let anybody lay your hands on you hastily. I mean, hindi po kung sino-sino lamang ang naglay hands, naglay hands sa akin. Not, not every altar call I would go to when I don't know the person who will be praying for me, laying hands on me. If somebody will lay hands on me and I'm not even aware, I don't know the guy, I don't know the person, and then when I found out that the, the person was a crook, then I will have to repent and say, God, I'm sorry. I, was, I, I, I had my eyes closed. Nakapikit ako, hindi ko alam kung sino dumadaan sa akin, hindi ko alam kung kaninong kamay. Everybody wants blessings. We all want blessings. Ikaw ba ang pwedeng magdikta? Didiktahan mo ba ang Lord, not that way. Please don't bring the blessing into my life that way. You know what? You understand the protocol. You understand that there's, there is restriction. God understands everything. But how many of you know that He can override everything? Except one thing. He will not override your will. He will not override my will. He can override all the natural law. He can override all whatever law, scientific law. He can override everything. But He will never override your will. So if the Lord is telling you, this is how I want to release the blessing into your life. We don't tell God, Lord, bless me this way. Lord, bless me that way. We tell God, do in any way possible, Lord, do whatever you can. Do whatever you wish. Do whatever you desire. You want to bless me? I want the blessing. Go ahead, Lord. Do whatever. Genesis 48, verse 14. Genesis 48, verse 14. Then Israel... That means Jacob. I mean, the name Jacob sounds good. But if I were you, kung ikaw ay buntis ngayon, dadalang tao ka, if I were you, please do not name your son after Jacob. Because the reason why Jacob's name has to be changed to Israel, because Jacob's name was never, was not a name that was pleasant. You don't want your son to be called supplanter. You don't want your son to be called deceiver. You want your son to be called prince of God. That means Israel. So then Israel stretched out his, his right hand and laid it on Ephraim's head. That should have been me. But it's misspelled. So it's not me. Laid his hands on Ephraim. Ephraim's head. Who was the younger and his left hand on Manasseh's head. Guiding his hands knowingly for Manasseh was the firstborn. You know what, you know what Israel was doing? He was releasing a blessing to the sons of Joseph. Which was... Joseph was the only guy that was promoted by God, that was exalted by God, became mightier than all the other siblings, brothers that he has. How many of you would like to receive such kind of blessing? Maring hindi natin alam kung paano ito dadalhin ng Panginoon, pero pagka ang Panginoon ang gumawa, pabayaan mo siya. 
Amen? And I believe in many ways, more than just one, he would let the laying on of hands take place. So it's, it should not be surprising when people in our church are more blessed than others. Because most likely, one of the obvious things is that we've laid hands, we've laid our hands on them more than anybody else in the church. It's not that their blessing is dependent on us. God can bless you without human, kahit walang tao. But if this is how God, kung ito ang pamamaraan ng Panginoon, at kung susundin mo, ibig sabihin, I mean, you are in for a ride of a lifetime where your life will be, you will go from blessing to blessing. Because I know there are people, they go from blessing, and then after that, curse. And then from curse, they will be able to recover blessed again. And then curse again. No, that's not the way to go. God wanted us to go from blessing to blessing. He does not want us to go from blessing to curse, and then blessing, and then curse Wala kang mararating sa buhay mo. Wala mangyayari sa buhay mo. He wanted us to go from blessing to blessing. It's blessing upon blessing, favor upon favor, grace upon grace, increase upon increase, multiplication upon multiplication. And one of the ways that God uses, which is very common, is that hands are laid on you. Matthew chapter 19, verse 13 to 15. Matthew chapter 19, verse 13 to 15. Then little children were brought to him that he might put his hands on them and pray. But the disciples rebuked him. You see, ganun ang naging astang ng mga disciples. And you know what? There are still disciples today who are acting the same way. They would try to stop the laying on of hands. But Jesus wanted to. You know why? Because that is a way wherein he will be able to bless the children. So then little children will brought to him that he might put his hands on them and pray, but the disciples rebuke. I don't want to be, I don't want to stand on the way. That's why when we have guests minister here, I mean, when they, want, when they are led to lay hands, some of them would ask me if I would permit them. I mean, I would say, go ahead. If the Lord leads you, who am I to stand on the way? Go ahead. Bless our people. Bring it on. Release it. Release the blessing. Because hindi po lahat ng blessing ay dadaan sa akin. I mean, God may use other people. Verse 14, But Jesus said, Let the little children come to me, and do not forbid them, for of such is the kingdom of heaven. And he laid his hands on them. And departed them, departed from there. What does it tell us? He released the blessing to the kids. Secondly, I mean, like what I've said, elementary principle you would want, you would want, come on, Pastor, come on, or anybody else, minister of God, preacher, men of God, lay your hands on me. I mean, I think tayo yun dyan, pumunta tayo sa Sofitel. Sa tent, kay Binihin. I mean, many years ago, punta sa Binihin, nung, nung, nung manawagan na sa Binihin ng altar call, it was, I think it was an altar call praying for the sick. I, I could not remember exactly, but it was something like, it was, it has nothing to do with impartation. It was, it has nothing to do with receiving. I mean, ang mga tao, nagdagsaan, punta sa harap. Because they want to be laid hands. Binihin pa kaya? I mean, sabi, minsan lang to, binihin to. I mean, we were wondering why people were rushing. You probably don't understand what was the call. They probably think, ang kalang iniisip lamang is impartation, receiving the impartation, receiving the power. And it was good, but ilang taon nang nakalipas, wala pa kong nakitang ni-raise ng Panginoon sa Pilipinas na binihin. That's the problem. You know, problem. 
So it, it makes me us, it makes us excited when we think about a man of God na kilala sa buong mundo pagkatapos ay nagkaroon ng opportunity. That's why I thank the Lord that when Rodney Howard Brown had first laid his hands on us, he was not known. It's only now that the world, it's only now that the White House know his name. It's only now that Bill Gates and all the other rich people are recognizing his name. But when he first laid his hands on us, the name Rodney Howard Brown is the most persecuted, the most neglected, the most talked about in a negative way because they don't want him. They want to send him back to South Africa where he came from. And now, they want him in their nation. They actually want him in the state of Florida because he was the one who actually brought freedom. That's why Florida today is a free Florida because of the fight that he took. Although he will not say that, hindi niya sasabihin yun. Today, people are only interested of having people lay hands on them because these people are already famous. You might not know. Baka hindi mo alam. I mean, here's Mapa, siguro yung mga kalalakihan dito mapapansin nila pag nakakasalubong o di kaya pasok sa CR mahilig ako I'm, I'm, I'm a touchy person I, I like to touch I would pat them on the back and you know what you don't even know what is happening every time I do that hindi kailangan nasa ceremonias hindi kailangan sa nasa atmosphere kang naninindig ang balahibo mo it could be just patting you on the back and saying hi, hello. I mean, you might not understand how it ministers to the people you're touching. Because I understand that through the laying on of hands, somebody can be blessed. And through the laying on of hands, number two, through the laying on of hands, it could be a way that the miraculous power of God is demonstrated. It's a miraculous it's a miraculous demonstration of the power. And it's no wonder why the devil do not want to touch you or do not want you to touch somebody else. You know why? The devil knew that when you touch somebody else, it would be a way that the miraculous power of God will be demonstrated. It happened several times during the ministry of Jesus. Let's look at this. I know there are so many, but not just the ministry of Jesus, but even the disciples. Tingnan lamang natin ang ilan. Mark chapter 5, verse 23. Mark chapter 5, verse 23. And begged him earnestly, saying, My little daughter lies at the point of death. Come and lay your hands on her, that she may be healed, and she will live. Now, what happened? The little daughter rose from the dead. How? Through the laying on of hands. Even the dead was raised back to life. Chapter 7, verse 32. I believe we need more of this than just being blessed. Because many people today, ay hindi mo kailanman madadala sa Painon hanggat hindi mo sila hindi mo maipakita sa kanila ang demonstrasyon ng kapangyarihan ng Diyos. Then they brought to him one who was deaf and had an impediment in his speech. And they begged him to put his hands on him. You know what happened? The guy was healed. Demonstration. So, really, I could look at this, the reason why the devil don't like you to be laying hands on somebody else because there could be a miraculous demonstration of God's power. And I tell you what, if we listen to the devil, 
ang kalalabasan natin ay magiging kaparehas ng mga reliyosong mga tao who had the form of godliness but they are denying the, the power of God. Ang pagkakaiba ng Kristyanismo kaysa mga reliyon is the very power of God. So if we cannot produce the same power that should be produced, that was produced by Jesus Christ, then we have become like religious people. But Jesus said, Whoever believes in me, the work that I do, you will do also, and greater worse than this you shall do, because I am going to the Father. Luke chapter 4, verse 40. Luke chapter 4, verse 40. When the sun was setting, all those who had any that were sick with various diseases brought them to him. And he laid his hands on every one of them and healed them. You see, all those who, who had any that were sick with various diseases, pinagsama-sama na doon ang lahat ng tao na mayroong magkaiba-ibang klase ng sakit. Mayroong congenital, mayroong viral, mayroong... Congenital, tama mo yung Congenital? <laughs> mayroong genetic I mean all kinds of diseases and he laid his hands on every one of them and healed this is what the devil don't like to happen but you need to understand the devil is a liar we're not going to listen to his whispers hindi tayo makikinig sa kanyang bulong hindi tayo makikinig sa kanyang kasinungan we will demonstrate the power. The sick will be healed. I mean, the sick will be healed. The sick shall recover. 13 verse 13. Luke 13, 13. And he laid his hands on her. And immediately she was made straight and glorified God. This is talking about the woman that has been, have been bent over for 18 years. Ito ang babaeng nakuba sa, na, sa loob ng labing walong taon. She was a churchgoer. She was a member of the synagogue. She was a worshiper. And yet, Jesus said, hindi dapat niya naranasan ang ganito because she's a, she's, she's a daughter of, of Abraham. And so, Jesus laid his hands on her and the woman was healed. Listen to me. Jesus Christ is the same. Yesterday, today, and forever. Mark chapter 8, verse 23 to 25. Mark chapter 8. You might say, but Pastor Tom, I don't need healing. Good. But somebody else. Hello. Don't tell me you don't know anybody who is sick. Don't tell me you know anybody who is not taking maintenance. It could be your mother, it could be your parents, or it could be your neighbor, it could be somebody else. I mean, so many people are suffering. So many people are afflicted with all kinds of sickness and disease. And you cannot just tell them to rely on the medicine that is prescribed by the doctor to them. We know and we understand that healing can only come from one source and one source only. And that is God. And when God heals, He heals, He never fails. Pag ang Diyos ang nagpapagaling, talagang nagpapagaling, hindi siya sumasablay. So he took the blind man by the hand and laid him out of the town and when he had spit on his eyes, well, Pastor Tom, okay na, okay na, okay na. Since the Lord is not just demonstrating His power through the laying hands, through the laying on of hands only, I'll embrace this. Ito na lang embrace ko. I, I, I'll have, I embrace the spitting ministry. Not the laying on of hands ministry. Well, they in fact are asking us to cover our face. Because your saliva is too dangerous. So you don't like the laying on of hands because you want the spitting. No. Be comfortable with the laying on of hands. And then sa kanalang yung spitting. Come on, church. 
I mean, ako ini-imagine ko rin. Lord, kailang kaya ako darating dito na magkakaroon ako ng spitting ministry? Everybody that comes to the front, instead of laying hands on them, I mean, not, not, not just blowing from afar, but spitting, I mean, close contact. And then after the service, you go check the temperature, 42. <laughs> so, kinukontra natin kung ano yung simply, because laying on the bench is very simple. But spitting on somebody else's eye, somebody's else's eyes is more complicated. So it does not matter what the devil will try to do from stopping us to demonstrate the power of God. We better listen to the Word of God. We better listen to the Holy Spirit. Because we cannot allow the power of God to be kept just in our hearts. We have to demonstrate it. Oh, but Pastor Tom, I mean, pakitan tao, or I mean, palabas. No, you're not interested whether you recognize or not. You're not interested whether you, they see you or not. I mean, all that you want to do is help those who are in need of help. Heal those who are sick. If they come to you and say thank you, good. But if they forget you all along, good. You are not trying to looking for appreciation. You are not trying to look for recognition. You are not trying to look for acknowledgement. You want to please your God. Wala kang ibang gustong gawin kundi mabigyan ng kalwalhatian ang Diyos at ang Diyos lamang. Kung babalikan ka para pasalamatan, maganda. Kung hindi ka babalikan, maganda pa rin. Wala kang pakialam. Ang pagpapagaling, ang pagtulong mo, ang pagunat mo ng iyong kamay sa nangangailangan ay hindi dahil gusto mong magpapansin. Ito'y dahil nakita mo na ito'y basic principle. Ito'y foundational doctrine ng church. I mean, it breaks my heart that there are churches who used to believe in the laying on of hands before, but now they don't want to lay their hands on people anymore. Just because of the stupid virus. How many of you know that the virus was, was actually stupid? I mean, I would rather call the virus stupid than people calling people stupid. Acts chapter 9, verse 12. Hallelujah. Are you being encouraged today? Are you ready to look for somebody who's sick? Are you looking for somebody to, to lay your hands on or are you looking for somebody to spit on? You choose because this, both of these are restricted now. But we cannot stop God. And in a vision he has seen a man named Ananias coming in and putting his hands on him so that he might receive his sight. This is talking about how Ananias, an ordinary believer, Pwede natin sabihin, a churchgoer, I mean, faithful every Sunday, or maybe, I mean, goes to Holy Ghost blast. But the Lord spoke to him and said, go, somebody named Saul. And later on, he will be called Paul. Go ahead. He got blind. Lay your hands on him. He'll begin to see, and he'll be, he'll be filled with the Holy Spirit. Kaya hindi ko... Mare hindi natin alam kung sino ang nilalay hands natin. I, I don't think Ananias knew that Paul will become the greatest apostle of all the apostles. He probably don't have the idea that Paul will be the, the responsible, I mean, he will be responsible of writing two-thirds of the New Testament. Ananias may not have the idea that Paul will be Starting the church that will become the mega church of, during his time. The treats, the population of church is more than 20,000. You see, considering that there was not many people during those days. Most probably, Ananias, who was just a member of a church, 
He may not be a deacon. He may not be an elder. He may, he may not be a ministry head. But considering that he obeyed the Lord and the man that he laid his hands on became a mighty man of God, I tell you, I don't need, I don't need my name mentioned. I don't need my name mentioned. I don't need my, I don't need my name to be highlighted. I mean, it's okay. I, I may be working from behind the scene, but that's okay. All that I'm concerned about is to get the job done. Gawin kung anong dapat gawin, mangyari kung dapat mangyari, tuparin kung dapat matupad, ganapin kung dapat maganap. And there should be nothing other than the will of God. Walang ibang natutupad, walang ibang nagaganap, kundi ang kalooban ng Panginoon. Acts chapter 5 verse 12. Acts chapter 5 verse 12. Acts chapter 5 verse 12. And through the hands of the apostles, many signs and wonders were done among the people. And they were all with one accord in Solomon's perch. Through the hands of the apostles. You might say, oh, but Pastor Tom, I am not an apostle. You may not be an apostle, but Ananias wasn't. See, Ananias was not an apostle. And yet, the Lord used him so that the apostle Paul, who would be great apostle Paul, will, will begin to see Blind eyes to be gone and then begin to speak in tongues. Hallelujah. Acts 28 verse 8. And it happened that the father of Publius lay sick of a fever and dysentery. I know, COVID. Paul went into him and prayed. And he laid his hands on him. No, 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 not now, not now. It's, it's very infectious. He laid his hands on him and healed him. Now, of course, we understand it was not Paul who, lay, who healed him, it was God, because Paul could not do nothing apart from God. The same is true with us. People might be healed, but they are not healed through, they are not healed by us, they are healed through us. It's the name of Jesus. That had brought healing to the sick. The third one, why we have to practice laying on the hands. This is not just a doctrine that we know in our head. This is something that we practice. Laying on the hands is done for consecration. Next month or maybe next month or April. We, just, we don't know exactly. We will be consecrating lives. We will be consecrating people. Individual, husband and wife. We'll be consecrating them into the ministry that God had called them. You see, I'm not in ministry today just because I wanted to be in ministry. Hindi po ako nagpapastor dito ngayon dahil gusto kong pagpastoran kayo. Anong ibig mo sabihin, Pastor Tom? Talagang ayaw niyo sa amin? No. I mean, we're not, we did not put ourselves in this place. We were consecrated for you. We were consecrated for this church. We were consecrated for this ministry. We were consecrated for many other outreach churches that will start from you don't even know where. We never thought that we will have one in Villases. We never thought we will have one in Camille. Just as we never thought we will have one. I mean, we only thought, we only thought about having the neighboring cities. I mean, we never thought that we'll have one in, in Saskatoon. Who knows, the next one will be in Washington, D.C. <laughs> who, who knows, I mean, who, who knows we're going to have one in Jerusalem, Israel. wow. God knows. Who knows we're going to have one. In Kison. Who would take responsibilities again? Ikaw, saan ka? Saan ka magpapastor? Who knows we're gonna have one in Golden City? Pastor Tom, 70 plus na po ako. Salamat sa Panginoon. 
Acts chapter 6, verse 3 to 6. Do you remember how many years ago? Nine, nine years ago? Nung ginawa natin yung paraklitos, yung supernatural surge caravan. When we laid hands on people, everyone that went, do you think na yun ay ceremonias lamang? I mean, people have consecrated for that. Iniwan yung trabaho para sumama. And it is so amazing, hindi natin nabilang kung ilan lahat ang, ang total ng mga taong sumama dahil mayroong sumama sa first leg, pagkatapos umuwi, and then mayroong humabol sa second leg, pagkatapos mayroong umuwi. We don't know exactly how many numbers of people. But, nung ginawa natin yun, before, before gawin yun, we, we prayed prayer of consecration. Remember, the weavers were still here. I mean, we prayed. It was almost like the entire church was consecrated, but not everybody in the church went. But those who went, they, they gladly came back. Na nung matapos yung anim na area na napuntahan, I mean, you can just imagine 15,053 people that got saved. 15,000 in just a matter of 18 days. I don't know how many people will be saved in this trip that we're going to make, although it's not as long, hindi ganong kahaba, katulad ng Yolanda, but I believe people will be saved. I believe people will be healed. I believe people will be delivered. Why? Because the people that are going are people that are being consecrated for the job. Therefore, brethren, seek out from among you seven men of good reputation, full of the Holy Spirit and wisdom, whom we may appoint over this business. But we will give ourselves continually to prayer and to the ministry of the Word. And the saying, please the whole multitude, and they choose Stephen, a man full of faith, and the Holy Spirit, and Philip, Prochorus, Nicanor, Timon, Parmenas, Nicholas, and a proselyte from Antioch, whom they set before the apostles. And when they had prayed, they laid hands on them. You see, the reason why it was done before so that somebody else will be consecrated, and the reason why we're, going, we're doing it now is so that we would consecrate ourselves for a task ahead of us. Mayroon tayong assignment. Chapter 13, verse 3. Acts 13.3 Then, having fasted and prayed, they, led, they laid hands on them, they sent them away. That's what you want. Yan ang gusto mo. Ililay hands ka pagkatapos you are being sent. Hindi ka magpapalihans pagkatapos aalis ka. Hello? You are being sent so that whatever you do, wherever you go, every step of the way, you will prosper. Not just prosper in material things because kahit kasan mapunta, I mean, there's a big possibility you can be, I mean, you can have whatever material things you desire. But it's, it's the things that cannot be paid. It's the things that hindi mabibili ng pera. The joy, the peace. Yung mahimbing na pagtulog tuwing gabi. Na wala kang pag-aalala na baka mangyari sa'yo ang ginawa mo sa iba. Which is malamang kahit anong pag-aalala gawin mo, wala kang magagawang pigilan mangyari yun dahil kung ano ang yung tinanim. Ay ganon din ang yung aanihin. So if you're gonna come and be lay heads on, don't go. Be sent. Be sent by the church. Be sent by your pastor. Don't just ask for the blessing because you want to go. Ask for the blessing because you want to be sent.
And I believe that's, what, that's what's going to happen. I mean, we will be, I mean, they used to be part of us, but we're sending them. I mean, Brother Neil and Stella, I mean, they used to be part of us, but we're sending them. Pastor Melvin and Angie, I mean, the Pam and Faith, they used to be part of us. We prayed for them, we lay hands on them, we sent them. And I can guarantee you, there's, there's nothing, there's no devil of hell that can reverse it. He cannot stop the flow of the blessing into whatever had been laid, lay, lay hands upon and those who have been sent. The blessing of the Lord makes one rich and he adds no sorrow with it. Amen? Now, the last one is, remember the blessing? The reason why we have to practice laying on of hands, it is elementary principle, it is foundational doctrine, it is a basic doctrine, but we still have to observe it because it brings blessings, it demonstrates the miraculous power of God, and it is for consecration. And number, number four, the last one is, it's also a way where God uses so the Holy Spirit can come upon somebody else. I would lay my hands on somebody and somebody will be filled with the Holy Spirit. It happens in Acts chapter 8 verse 17 to 19 and in Acts chapter 19 verse 6. Walang silbi ang Christianismo kung walang kapangyarihan ang Kristiyano. Ulitin ko yung sinabi ko. Walang silbi ang kristyanismo kung walang kapangyarihan ang kristyano. Parehas lang yan sa mayaman ang Pilipinas pero mahirap ang Pilipino. Walang silbi ang kristyanismo kung walang kapangyarihan ang kristyano. In fact, we don't have any right to call ourselves Christians if, if we're not ready to demonstrate the power. We don't have any right to call ourselves Christians just because we go to church, just because we read the Bible, just because we pray. I mean, lots of people are reading the Bible, lots of people are praying, lots of people are going to church. But they don't even call themselves Christians. I mean, it's not wrong to go to church, it's not wrong to read the Bible, it's not wrong to pray. But it is when the power of God comes upon us and flows through us that demonstrate and seal our true Christianity. Nasisilyuhan ang ating tunay na pagiging Kristiyano. Amen? That's why we believe there's power in the blood. We believe that there's power in the stripes and the wounds and the bruises that Jesus had received on His body because that, those stripes was meant to bring healing to all kinds of sickness and disease. I mean, people from all kinds of sickness and disease. Amen? Hallelujah. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank You. Yes, we cannot leave the discussion because many of, this, of these things that we're supposed to know, we don't know yet. And that's why we have to thank you, Lord, for it is you who reveals the truth. You are our master teacher. There is nobody else in the world that teaches better than you do. Because everything that you teach us are truth. Nothing but the truth. And it's no wonder why Jesus said, and you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. Because the truth itself will never set anybody free. It is the knowledge of the truth. I find many Christians from all over this nation who still not been set free from something. The devil had held them cap captive. But if they only come to know the truth, I know they would be set free and they will be delivered. I thank you that that's what you are doing in this house. There might be others who might have been held captive by the devil. But by the power of the Holy Spirit will be set free. And by the truth of your word that was Delivered today, 
They won't stay captive. But they will be free. Even today as we partake of the communion, bilang pagpapahalaga sa kung ano ang ginawa ni Jesus nung siya'y naririto pa. At kung ano ang ginawa ng mga Roman soldiers sa kanyang katawan. It was for a purpose. So that we do not have to go through the same thing Jesus had gone through. Para sa amin, ngayon, we will be able to say that by His wounds, we are healed. And by His blood, we are redeemed. Can I ask everybody to stand, please? Ask the ministry heads and pastors, if you would come.